0: <laughs> Jeffrey Sedoris to gate 6 bay. Wait what?
1: <laughs> All right, so uh one of us is at the airport. I'm going to let you guess which one. Uh, uh it's it's Tuesday. <laughs> it's June 20th. And uh this is on taking pictures number Jesus, what is it? 269. No. Yes. No. Yes. 269. 269 all right so it is 269 um it is it is it is our weekly photography tell that tell them to shut up don't they know we're busy jesus what do they think they own the place anyway uh jeffrey Sidoris is is, is, in silver spring bill is in where are you you're in denver Uh, right
0: Denver, Colorado. This is a big airport. In it's Denver. giant. I
1: forget how big it is. Yeah. Try getting from and one side to the other when your flight's late to land. Yeah. And,
0: it's, and when you're flying in, uh, it's, you know, out in the middle of the plains, right? It's just this giant thing, like, yeah. you know, big tent. Like a big thing tent. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that thing's big. And I haven't even gone into the main terminal this trip. You know, like I'm just I went from terminal B to terminal A. And you know what I mean? Here I am sitting in a little lonely area of terminal A trying to. Do you have a lot of time? I have uh, my flight's in an hour. My flight leaves in an hour and twenty minutes.
1: Yeah, so you're good. Wait, so, an hour and twenty minutes. That's only yeah, half well, the normal show length.
0: <laughs> so, how's it been going in Silver Springs while I've been? Uh, it's uh, crust-
1: it's good. <laughs> a lot of rain. Did a lot of lot of work in the yard. Yeah, uh, yeah. but it's 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 good. There was a there was a shooting.
0: Uh, so wait, what shooting?
1: that? Was nice. Um, was at the end of the street the other day.
0: And your street
1: on the end of my street. Yeah. Well, around the corner, like there's a little cul-de-sac type thing, a little elbow. And
0: Wait, who, shot
1: who? I, I don't know. we, we, we came home, Fielding and I came home and there were these three guys in the street um, and a, a, a girl in a car coming towards us, yelling at the three guys to knock it off. And we were in traffic, so we had to keep going. Um, but they, they, they looked pissed and they were kind of squaring off and and we went over to our friend Alex's and had, uh, had a beer. And as we were walking home, one of the other neighbors, Tim, uh, said uh, that there was a shooting. Yeah. Yeah. It was these guys. Apparently they got, they, 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 they had a beef, they got in a fight. Uh, the one guy went, to his car, and this is all speculation because, you know, sure. I wasn't there, but the one guy went to his car, got a gun, yeah. and shot the other guy in the head.
0: Holy cow.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: Okay, here's, here's, here's the photography angle. But whatever
1: on you do, could let's you, not talk ha- about guns.
0: No, yeah, well, that too. But could you imagine being a guy who's like, you know what, I'm going to grab my camera and go check that out
1: for news purposes. Right. Like, no, uh-uh.
0: like, these war photographers, I don't know what the hell they're thinking. They're all yeah, insane. It's nuts. Oh, God. All right. Well, that's... Uh, it's it's I, almost
1: as annoying as those announcements in the background. <laughs> almost.
0: I can imagine.
1: It's almost annoying. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: What do you want to talk about?
1: Jesus, get to to the on the town? plane. It's the final boarding call. Go already. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs>
0: it's missed. Mrs. Mr. Boone and Mrs. Miller have ten minutes to get on the flight Jeffrey, And I'm else. sure
1: we're gonna hear that announcement forty-two times within the next ten minutes. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Have you hey. ever been in an airport where you have a where you have a boarding pass and for whatever reason you haven't made it to the gate when you're supposed to be at the gate? No. That seems like where where are these people? Where do they go? Bar. What are they doing? <laughs> they're just drinking. That's
1: right. They're in the Admiral's club or something, just, just getting they're hammered. On the floor. Right. <laughs> I yeah, can't. I can't get there. I just can't yeah, do yeah.
0: it. All right. So wait. I had Pips Donuts.
1: Yeah, you had you Pips had Donuts had in Pips. Portland.
0: I did have uh, Pips Donuts in Portland. Worth it, right? Uh, I had a Dirty Woo and a yep. cinnamon sugar. Yep. Uh, and then yeah, I I made the uh my new friend AJ who assisted me yesterday. Uh, I I I said I'm paying you a day rate, so I'm gonna take use of that, and you can drive me to Pips Donuts, and I'll buy you donuts. So there you go. So we did. Was yeah. Nate there? Uh, Nate Snell, owner,
1: I, tall guy, short hair, glasses.
0: No, just a bunch of uh, hipster young kids.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So Nate's Nate's the man in charge. Nate, man. Nate's
1: Nate's the owner. Yeah, he and his wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, if yeah. they would franchise, I would open up a franchise here in DC in a heartbeat.
0: You know, it's kind of interesting. It's a little bit like that Federal Donuts in Philly, where it's just like they make the little donuts fresh, right? You know, and then, but like, they're better. Know, that, yeah, yeah. The sugar cinnamon one was was pretty similar to me, but the dirty woo was pretty good. What's it got, honey and hazelnut on or something? Yeah,
1: yeah. And and what they do, they've got the temperature up just a little higher than what it should be, than what they recommend. So so it gives you that little bit extra crisp on the outside, but then it's still nice and soft on the inside.
0: Is this what the guys told you uh, yes. when when you talked to them? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a little. You know, I'm gonna buy you one of those if I ever get rich. One of those little donut machines. <laughs> Put it on a Is truck. It not that much? No, they're, they're not like three hundred dollars on Amazon.
1: Yeah, they're a little more than that. You too really could have as many donuts as you want, Jeffrey. Oh, uh, don't tease me. <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's let's dive in because we don't have okay. much time. Yeah, yeah. Um, you what know, you it, it, well, I, I've been thinking about about long-term projects and I've been talking to people about long-term projects, really long-term project, like years long. And coincidentally, um, this project came up on Huck Magazine, which I'm a, I'm a, I'm becoming a big fan of Huck Magazine. Um, And the the article is called a photographer, a photographer finds home among the world's most isolated communities. And this photographer, Ed Gold, has spent the last 30 years going to some of the most isolated and remote places possible as this sort of ongoing uh, commitment to documenting the world around him. And and he'll he'll often spend, as it reads in the article, he'll often spend years on a single series of images,
0: Wow, a single body of work. That is, that is, that is commitment right there.
1: Right. Um, and he just, he becomes part of these communities where he, where he lives and photographs. Um, and a lot of times he'll go and become part of these communities and he won't even bring cameras. He'll just take notes and then he'll go back.
0: Is Do you think that, that, that Ed Gold went into this? Yes. Knowing that he was going to spend 30 years doing this?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do
0: right yeah. cuz that's that's a whole other level of commitment
1: right yeah and it's what's interesting is you know we we we've talked about the, the basically the way the brain works is is the brain sees sees big picture details it's not really good at fine detail until you see things over and over again enough where those big details become insignificant to the brain and the fine details emerge right okay and that just takes time to make that happen sure I mean it's 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 akin to uh when you buy a certain type of car now you see those cars everywhere or when you you know dress a certain way and you start to see those people everywhere or if you go shoot in a place over and over again you start to see things differently because the familiar gets ignored and the unfamiliar becomes the new familiar
0: uh listener Ryan yesterday brought me some nice dinner and we were walking around this area of Portland and he's like there's this building that's got lots of like black and white paint uh, shapes all over it, mm-hmm. and he's just like he's like that building right there. He's like that's my that's my Moby Dick, that's my whale. Hmm. He's just like I walked by it a bunch of times. I've stood by it waiting for somebody to walk by to make some sort of street photo that is interesting to me. And you know, and I honestly had walked around this neighborhood the night before. I walked by it. I didn't. Re- it didn't really register with me. Right. You know what I mean. But like he sees it because that's his stomping grounds and that's like sure. the one that bothers him. You know
1: what I mean? Well, and it's I, kind of, yeah. I'm sure there are buildings like that in New York for you in oh, Manhattan. Yeah. Yep. You know, sure. in L.A. Yeah. it's uh it's the Disney Concert Hall or yeah. or it's the police station or you know in Santa Monica it's the pier or you know whatever you 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 have these sort of. Um, seemingly iconic places that you you revisit again and again and again, and try and see them in a way that not all the other photographers who've come before you have seen them. Right, right, right. You know, it's it's. It, I'm, I would imagine there's at least some of that to why we take pictures in national parks. Are we going to take that next Ansel Adams image? No, but we no, can absolutely. take we can take our image that that is seen a little differently. You know. Sure. So I just yeah, thought yeah. it was fascinating that that someone would spend so long on, on, um, single bodies well,
0: of work. Well, this is also commitment on a really deep level of, I'm going to spend the next 30 years of my life, you know, not be spending it with a family, not be spending it building sure. some sort of money career. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like you're, 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 you're spending your life in a, in a monetary way right? To, to make this work, you know? And, and, and it's and know. it's
1: different than just saying I'm going to make a photograph every day. That right. the, there's a cohesion to these bodies of work. So I'm gonna I'm gonna focus for the next one or two or three years building a body of work that works together as a body of work, not just a series of disparate photographs.
0: Sure. Yeah, so there's yeah, a different yeah,
1: yeah. level of commitment thematically and aesthetically that that's at work there, which I, I can't even fathom that
0: hold on a second do you do you think that that when somebody goes out to create a a set of images that are a set of images that that they are usually successful in making them feel like a set of images and not a disparate collection of images you know what i'm saying like you you, you're saying it that this stuff all feels the same do you think if he just said, no, this is a bunch of pictures I took in my life. You would still feel
1: the same way? I don't know, because I haven't seen enough of his work to, to get a feeling of that. My, my thought is that if he is in, let's say for the sake of argument, he goes to um, an Amish community, for, for lack of a better example. Right. The goal is probably going to be to show, you know, or could be anyway, the daily life in this community. So – there there has to be an assignment that I would imagine that he gives himself like what what is what is the through line what is what is the the theme of this particular body of work and then work sort of backwards into that theme right and then and then the, the, you know you get to the eternal
0: questions that you and I have always have which is is the theme that I chose 10 years ago still the theme that means something to me Am I, dri- am I still driving towards the right destination?
1: Right, right.
0: You know, or, well, or and, and was that a,
1: you know. There's an added complexity. Navigation. I mean, look at somebody like Gregory Crudson. He'll spend a year or more, in the case of Beneath the Roses, it was a decade, on a body of work. But he's creating... The themes, he's creating the backgrounds, he's creating the props, he's creating the actor, you know, the the actor's motivation. He's creating the mood. This is, this is, feels to me anyway, different because life is happening around him. And he has to be a witness to that and be present there in order to capture what he is seeing, feeling, etc. It's not staged in the same way.
0: Yeah, a little bit of a northern exposure thing where he's got to go ingrain himself in the community so that, yeah, he sees it He sees it as they see it, mm-hmm. not as an outsider would see it. Yeah, it's um, that's a commitment that is above and beyond.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a terrific interview. And one of the, the questions here, they, they ask, what kinds of things do you find yourself talking about with subjects while shooting? And he responds, sometimes no conversation is needed and a mutual understanding is felt. Silence might be required because an animal is near, or the moment has to be appreciated and quiet. I find it better to allow subjects to be themselves, and it's far better to allow situations to unfold without forcing them. I prefer to stay quiet, concentrate on taking photos, and not interfere with small talk. So so he is trying to be that, that fly on the wall and just let yeah. them go about living their lives. And the guy in Dances with Wolves. Wait, what? Kevin Costner? Uh,
0: yeah, he, yeah, he's essentially Kevin Costner in Dances with Wolves. Yeah, you know,
1: you cut out for a second. Uh,
0: he's essentially Kevin Costner in Dances with Wolves, right? He's like, he's trying to sit there and just have life go past him, you know, to see what happens.
1: Right, right. Yeah. So it's it's fascinating, and I, uh, it's you know, I I don't know that I've got the 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 discipline for that, and I I kind of brought it back to working on this book for the past two years, where there have been days where I just. I wanted to delete all my notes. I wanted to throw everything out and I wanted to just say, screw it. I, I, I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to finish it. It's or it's not where I want it to be. But then when I sit and look at the whole thing, there's one image that's missing. Other than that, everything's done. And yeah, you're, you're
0: almost there. You're almost home.
1: There's one image. And I think the image is is actually going to end up being a diagram because it illustrates the point better, uh, more more succinctly. So and now that I look at it, I look at the whole thing and I go, "I am so glad I didn't give up on this, or I'm so glad I didn't just just throw in the towel and and go do something else, because n- not only is there value in the end product, but there's 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 a value in the process that it took to get to the end product. Maybe even more so than the end product.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other the other day on. Uh, um uh, Merlin man, you know, on the back to work. Yeah. Merlin, Merlin said something really good. What did he say? Let me get the exact quote, right? Cause I, I wrote it down. I, I tweeted it. Uh, he said a thousand unfinished plans is not nearly as useful as one decent thing.
1: You know, yeah. Sort of like, I mean, it's true, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, yeah.
1: there's a one, one it's last, never going to
0: be perfect while you're doing it. You just got to find the place where it's right at the end, you know, where it has some, some, right,
1: right. Um, there's one question here that I'd also like to end with from this article and they ask him, how do you balance responsibilities you feel towards the people you document with your own desire to present this as a body of work?
0: What are his responsibilities? Well, he says- To show them in an honest manner?
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I get from this. He says, I don't take photos for money because- or, or because I, I view it as a job, my work is about life and living it. So I'm literally exploring my interests and what I wish to find out about the world and documenting that as I move along. So his entire photographic career, from what I gather or take away from this from this uh, article, is a byproduct of simply trying to live his life and, and document what that life entails.
0: To some extent, isn't that true of everybody, though?
1: Maybe. Maybe, but uh, I mean, you're not documenting people; you're creating the scene. Sure, no,
0: no, no, I get it.
1: I mean, you this know, is more akin to maybe uh, you know, photojournalism or or reportage, where you're you're you know, what's what's the prime directive? In Star yeah, Trek. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Don't yeah. <laughs> don't give them nukes. Right. Is that what it is? Right. Right. Yeah, you know, yesterday, my subject yesterday, I was up in his office. I spent like six hours with this guy. And in his office, he's got all this crazy stuff from all over the world and like, you know, like snow globes from places and whatever, you know, all different kind of tchotchkes and things from all over the world. And he was saying, he's just like, look, I got all of these things while I was there. I didn't like buy this thing on Amazon. Like I was there and I bought this thing. And, you know, this is basically artifacts of these different things that I did in my life. And I was like, you know, that's the only way to have to own Things the only the only value they have beyond like tools Mm -hmm. is is to is to show kind of where you've been. They're 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 guideposts in a life. You know they're they're stakes you put in the sand. They're they're breadcrumbs that you can look back on to find your way home. Sure. Um, And and I just I yeah I, I like that idea. And if 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 for Mr. Gold it's all about taking pictures of these people, then that's you know perfect. You know, plus he's creating this set of images that 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 can live on beyond him.
1: Yeah. Well, and it feels like a very honest body of work. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's being forced and it doesn't feel like it's contrived in, in, in a, in the way that, that some of these other, some, some other bodies of work that I've seen feel like they're, they're setting it up. No, even more, even more intentional than that, um, because I, I think that that while Avadon, yes, casting directors or or they, they posted ads or things like that, th- those people were still of that area. They were still sure. of those places. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't being asked to to mm-hmm. you know dress up in I'm using my air quotes here traditional you know tribal garb right, right, or something right, for right. the sake of a picture when that's not how right. they dress anymore.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Um, yeah. So there's. I mean, there that, was... that,
0: is, that is a continuum, though, isn't it? Like you you can go from, uh, you know, this the, Mr. Gold who's out there, you know, hanging out with these people for three years before he takes a picture of them, and then on the other end is we're going to dress these people up to look a certain way because that's what we're trying to create here, or or even even more so, go you know the Crutzen route where you're actually just generating the whole thing from scratch, right? You know. And well, I think you, there's more honesty you like in those
1: polls though, right? Yeah, there. I think there's more honesty at either end in that in that equation. Why do you think so? Well, because you're on, on the one side, you know, he's becoming part of the community and documenting and, and there's, there's, you know, very minimal intrusion or very minimal discussion about what these photographs are going to be. Uh, you know, it, it strikes me as he just wants to capture the life around him. Whereas, uh, and I don't remember the guy's name, but he, he, uh, apparently caught some flack because he was having people dress up in the, the, the garb that they wore, yeah, you know, that, that their ancestors that wore.
0: The recent guy. not Yeah. The yeah. Yeah. Old yeah. Guy. Yeah. 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 We talked about him. Tim. Yeah.
1: Something. Some, yeah. I, I don't remember his name, but he caught a lot of flack for it because it's, it's not honest. It's a, it's, it's, it becomes almost a, a caricature of. Yeah. You're of, a, on the show. yeah of a people's past. Now at the other end w- where you've got Gregory Crudson, that's completely manufactured. So right. I think there's an integrity at those ends that, that, that sort of has gotten lost when we, when we are at the middle, um, not, not I, either not leaving it well enough alone or not forcing the hand completely. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a, it's just yeah. a weird and thing. On,
0: on one end, we, 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 we trust that it's authentic because it looks a certain way. The other end we know is completely fake. Right. In the middle, you have this question of what is real and what is fake and we can't suss
1: the two out. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, got, I mean, that's that's yeah. basically it. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: I'm always trying to suss things out in my life, especially those two things.
1: <laughs> right. What's real and what's fake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> I wake up in, in uh, Portland, Oregon at 3 a.m. to catch a flight. And, you know, here I am in Denver. What am I doing in Denver? This is so completely odd. Um, this week's episode of I'm Taking Pictures.
1: Wait, who are we talking about?
0: Are we doing a sponsor? We're talking about a sponsor. All right. You want to talk about a sponsor? In case you were
1: wondering. Yeah. (laughs) 192 work hours. Yeah, keep going. Works out to two business days a month. Wait a minute.
0: 192 hours works out to two business days a month.
1: Oh, oh, okay. I was like, wait, there aren't 192 hours in a day. How could that be?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey, if you're a freelance photographer or book author and you use FreshBooks Cloud accounting software... That's the amount of admin time you can save in 2017. How? FreshBooks is so fast and easy to use that it changes the way you deal with your paperwork. Wait, there's paperwork? You, oh, man. <laughs> don't you, The life of a freelancer, man. Invoicing people. I love that. Uh, Chasing down people for
1: money is awesome.
0: Uh, absolute worst. Look, even if you, you, you've tried FreshBooks before, it's been completely redesigned from the ground up, custom built for the way you work. Ready, uh, ready for the simplest ready for the simplest way to be productive, organized, and most importantly, get paid quickly. Try FreshBooks. With the new projects feature, you can share files and messages with your clients, contractors, and employees. See how things happen uh, when all your conversations live in one place. Uh, new notification center is like a personal assistant. You'll always know what's changing your business since you last logged on and what needs to be dealt with pronto, like overdue invoices. Because we all hate clients who leave overdue invoices. Right. Ugh. You know what I dig? Uh,
1: the time tracking. I oh, am yeah. fr- I am forever going, wait, how much did I spend? I'm, I must have spent about a half hour on Monday on that. And yeah, then I, for oh, let's see, did that I work on like, it after lunch? Uh, and it's
0: automatically like sticking in an invoice for yeah, you. You know what yeah, I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's
1: that's, also- that's one of my huge failures as a freelancer is, is keeping accurate. You know,
0: <laughs> you can, you can create and send really professional looking invoices in under 30 seconds, Jeffrey. Even
1: you could create. <laughs> <for looking at laughs> right. Even 35. you, a designer who can't design an invoice, can send a nice invoice. When, when you email a client an invoice, uh,
0: FreshBooks can show you whether they've seen it, which puts an end to the guessing games of, oh, I didn't I didn't notice that you sent me the Yeah, you did. You looked at it last week. Uh, they, working as a freelancer means your clients could be all over the world. FreshBooks lets you send invoices in the currency your clients work in, which spares everyone the hassle of, of currency conversions. Uh, if you have any questions whatsoever, FreshBooks has award-winning customer service that's amazingly helpful, super friendly, with zero attitude, plus a real live person usually answers in three rings or less.
1: I don't uh, even answer in three rings or less.
0: Tell me about it. If, if you're waiting <laughs> Wait for a minute, the mail is slowing you down to your cash flow, with literally two clicks, you can set yourself up to receive payments online. Oh, your clients will love paying with a credit card straight from their invoice. They don't have to send it to... I'll tell you, man, I work with some clients sometimes and they're like, can I pay with a credit card? And I'm like, yeah, you can just pay with a credit card and then we're done. You don't have to wait for a stupid check for months. Right. It's also helps you avoid having that awkward talk with your client about past due payments. Uh, They automate late payment email reminders. So you can spend less time chasing payments, more time working your magic. Uh, You can also take pictures of receipts on your phone using FreshBooks mobile app and uh, make claiming your expenses a million times easier. Notifications, right? We already talked about that projects. uh, We already talked about that. So go, claim your month long unrestricted free trial, go to FreshBooks.com/ontakingpictures slash on taking pictures and enter on taking pictures. And they, how did you hear of us, uh, hear about us section and, uh, go, go take care of your invoicing online with fresh books. Uh, thank you Try very it for much. a month. Yeah. You'll like uh, it. Yeah. And thank you uh, very much for supporting five by five and us at on taking pictures
1: on taking pictures. All right, let's get back to the show. All right.
0: Hey, so w- what do you think about this whole, uh, uh, Art, this article about free speech that, that uh, somebody sent me. Yeah, in. this
1: was kind of weird because it, it's, it's, it came as a response. It's an article in on the BBC, and it came apparently, at least partially, as a response to uh, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted a uh, serious question. When does art become political speech and does that ch- change things? And he was reacting to uh, <clears throat> several theatrical productions – have, have, have depicted, uh, uh, the assassination of Julius Caesar, uh, remade in modern times to appear, uh, coincidentally to, to (laughs) our president, Donald Trump. Okay. Right. And And in the end of Julius Caesar, he gets killed. He gets stabbed by multiple people. Yeah. Right. Um, so, there, there was a specifically there's a version running at the public in New York which has a history of of doing provocative plays I mean sure. for for decades um and the the as the, as the article states here the title role was played by a man in a suit with a red tie and orange tinted blonde hair mm, um, who could that be right right uh, and and you know the the theaters all over the country have been getting angry phone calls, and in some cases, threats of harm. Um, And so, you know, it prompted the president's son to to ask this question. And I think it's an interesting question. I think, I don't think he was wrong to ask it. Yeah, sure. Um,
0: Although I think there's an obvious answer, which is, a lot of art is political. That's one element of art, right? Yes. I mean,
1: that's, that's political speech. Yeah. You could say that's one of the jobs of art. I mean, Shepard Ferry has made a career out of politicizing art and message. Um, And what I, I don't know. I don't quite know how I feel about it. I mean, it's, you know, on the one hand, you, 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 we live in a country where, where, uh burning someone in effigy is protected under the first amendment.
0: Yes. Although um, that is not true everywhere, right? There's lots of places lots US of places is very special that way. Yes,
1: yes. Um you know, the, the public has taken the, the the position of if you don't like it, don't go see it. Right. Um, Which is a fair argument. But I, to to I I guess one of the questions that comes up for me is if if we are going to, and I'm talking about we in the U.S. And, and I suppose around the world, if we are going to cast the blame of some of the hate speak and the violent uprisings in this country, if we're going to blame that on Trump's rhetoric. Okay. Then do we not need to hold others at least partially responsible for the same inflammatory displays or messages it seems a little safe on the one hand to claim well this is just art we we don't have any responsibility yeah. for what you do yeah
0: yeah i think the i think the difference there is that as a politician and a designated leader of a country politically his speech is a little different than a general you know a, a citizen's artistic speech mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. he's got a bigger megaphone megaphone and it means more because it's got the weight of the federal government behind it
1: you know what I mean. Now, on the other hand, on the other hand, if this were uh, a, a a play about racism or women's rights or <laughs> something that that doesn't seem to be as as popular to the current folks in power, right. would it would it be garnering the same response? I don't know. Uh-
0: no, or you, wait, do you mean that if it was, if it was some women's rights or racism thing, and it was Obama getting killed, and and people said, and, and right wing people were like, why are you bringing up stuff from hundred years ago, lynchings or whatever? Is that what you mean? Exactly. Or? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. because look, there, there, just recently, someone found a noose in the yeah. African American History in fact, Museum. I
0: think it's happened multiple times.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, 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 you
0: know. For the record, can I just say, what is wrong with those people? If you're listening, I, what is wrong with you? Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, that, that the ex- or, or, or
1: the people that, that for whatever reason are, are justifying the killing of the 17-year-old girl who was sure. beaten to death and found in a pond. Right. Not cool. <clears throat> um, so I, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a very <laughs> strange discussion. It's a very strange argument to have because it seems to be very conditional.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, I I mean I think I think it's the current political climate, I think it's, you know, and to some extent it's 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 our modern news media trying to make, you know, a stink out of stuff. It's like otherwise it would just be, you know, 15 showings of 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 Julius Caesar that 600 people saw and that's it. You know what I mean? Like Right. You know, we're you're turning it it's a little bit of a you're you're creating the controversy by even talking about it.
1: You know, it, it, it is interesting, though, even even the risk, the, the, the responses that have come. Uh, one response, uh, your play depicting the murder of our president is nothing but pure hatred. You are vile, uh-huh. despicable uh-huh. excuses for human beings. I wish you all the worst possible <laughs> life you could have and hope that you all get <laughs> sick and die.
0: Hey, you know what? There are 300 million people in this country and some of them is crazy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it just... So you're going to meet violence with violence and, yeah, and sure. hope that that works out.
0: Well, you know, that's, that's, a, I was listening to a Dan Carlin podcast yesterday and he was just like, you know, for those people who are talking about revolution, he goes on either side, he goes to what end, what are you going to, what is violence going to do? Yeah, what it's not, not do the response, the man. There's like, there's no, there's no answer where that yeah. works out. You know, I,
1: I get that you're angry, but shooting senators playing baseball is not the answer. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It is not the answer.
0: No it's it's just dumb
1: so anyway. i don't know it's interesting take a take a read of this article listeners chime in podcasted on takingpictures.com i'll throw um, in the show notes yeah it's 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 interesting to see uh, i would be interested into in hearing some of your responses on both sides frankly uh, uh those of you who think that it's a great idea and there's no problem with it
2: yeah, let me know why
1: and and those of you on the other side you know let us know why you feel that way too I mean, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. one of the things that I really love about this community of listeners is we are able to share have opinions. We are able to have conversations yep. without devolving into into, you know, flame wars and trolling and all the other sort of Internet bullshit that seems to uh, be far too. Taken over the
0: world. Right.
1: Right. So <laughs> B.S. Hey, uh,
0: you put in, you put in this article about tin types of the blues. So this photographer took up all these 10 types of these blue, old blues musicians. I just love the, the article, the section of the article where they say that it was what? 30,000 watt seconds or something. Of, yeah. of, of light. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, basically all of the lights in the rental department in the, at B <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and H photo.
0: And, and, and that certain people like wouldn't do more than one frame after one frame went off. They're like, yeah, I'm done. That's enough. Yeah. I'm, I hope you got what you wanted, you know?
1: Well, the question around these, I think they're fantastic photographs. Um, And I think they they absolutely fit the subject matter. But the question is, if these photographs were taken with a 5D Mark IV, would they be as interesting? Would we be as interested in the subjects as we are because they're tintypes?
0: I think a lot of people, I think, well... I think there's a certain element of it because I do. I think tintype is only um, uh, sensitive in like the blue spectrum or the green spectrum. You know what I mean? Like there's. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's a little bit of that orthographic film kind of look, you know, the ortho film kind of thing. So I think that's an element of it, although you could always fake that in digital. Um, But I think, you know, I think we're used to, especially with blues music. I mean, this stuff is, I mean, you know, all the way back to Robert Johnson, right? You know, you're talking about that kind of look and feel and mm-hmm. this medium lends itself exactly to that look and feel. You know? Right. Right. This is exactly what it's supposed to be. So I think, I think that it's a good example of matching media to subject. Right. You no, know? right. Uh, yeah. I don't know that they would have the same feel on a five D.
1: I mean, and, and the reason I bring that up is, is something we've talked about previously where there, Sally Mann has a body of work, her, some of her nature work. Sure. And it, if frankly if they weren't these large format you know photographs yes. i don't know that they It'd would be, be very that interesting yeah 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 so yeah. the and medium there you know there is there is importance in the medium
0: well i think that there's there is inherited meaning in the medium mm-hmm. you know what i mean we we think it means something because we've seen stuff that way uh over the years you know and then we 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 stick on this picture oh this this gets to carry all the baggage that tintypes and large format wet plate stuff has carried for years, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I think inherited meaning is like a a weird thing. That's actually a bigger topic for another time. I think that's actually, a, you know, the the, the 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 why why we th- we automatically give importance to things that uh, you know just because of what they are, not necessarily what they say or mean.
1: Right. You know what I mean. Um, well, now, how do you, would you feel the same way about like Ian Rutter's uh, large format types of of buildings or or nature or, you or know, that it,
0: woman who did all the ones at uh, Sundance or whatever? Wasn't it a uh-huh. woman who did the one at Sundance? Yeah, right, I mean, uh, right. I, I think that those are good, and we've talked about them before. But I think that they, the subject matter, is not as I. I think it's weird because you see, oh look, it's Jack Black, oldie, timey version of Jack Black. I don't think that adds anything to Jap Black. I just think it's a weird juxtaposition, right? Right.
1: Where, Whereas so, these, the, the subject matter, the, the, the media respects the subject.
0: Yes, exactly. Okay. Where the okay. other one, okay. it's about it being different and that's why it gets noticed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I was, <laughs> speaking of the Watt second thing, uh, my assistant AJ yesterday was was telling me about something he had to do. Oh God, what was he saying? They were using some crazy camera some giant large format camera at f64 or something like that you know some you know with movements and stuff or right. something years ago and yeah he's he's like we had 9600 watt seconds and that wasn't enough you know like right wow. on the thing. wow <laughs> you know how much light that is that is so much light you know you even get, you get like a 640 watt second einstein or something at full power anywhere near you and that thing
1: is like Wow. Yeah, you're going to you know, be like, seeing colors for the next 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, 9,600 watt seconds. Are you out of your mind? You know, yeah. you can kill somebody with that kind of stuff. You get a sunburn from that kind of flash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh this is pretty cool. Who, is, is this guy
1: young or old? Do you know? Do we know? Timothy Duffy. Uh, let me see. Timothy Duffy. Because
0: there's also this, uh, this idea of, oh, well, it would be actually kind of cool. Oh, for 35 years. He's uh, so he must be a relatively older man, or at least you know, at least older than us. Uh, I was just thinking it'd be kind of cool if he was like some 25 year old kid who was doing this stuff. You know, that's a whole other right kind of neat idea, but yeah, he's so he's shown these in Huntsville, Alexandria Museum of Art, Greg Museum of Art and Design. So, yeah, he's shown these things around. I think, I mean, look, I, I, I think that this is also if this is what he does, and he's been doing this for you know, decades taking pictures of these people when he can, when he finds them, you know, and that creates his body of work over the course of his life. I mean, that's very similar
1: to that Ed gold guy, you know? Right. Right. I would love to to see these in person.
0: Yeah. You know, when I was out, uh, uh, hanging out with Tabitha Soren a few weeks ago out San Francisco, she showed me cause she has some of those, uh, uh, baseball ones that she's done as tin types, right. That she's actually, uh, she transferred digital files to tintype. She like figured out how to project them on. Right, right, That's right. That's how she did it. So like you know, it's, but I don't it's think they work as well. Yeah, I don't know. I don't uh, think... as well as the other pictures, or you mean, or in general for her, like she shouldn't bother going that
1: way. No, no, no. I'm not saying she shouldn't bother. I just I, I, I don't I don't think they work as well. Uh, subject matter to technique.
0: Yeah, the baseball stuff to that. The modern mm-hmm, baseball mm-hmm. to that. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's an example of where it feels a little pasted on to me.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: uh, the, the, the ooh, ooh, it's a one of a kind thing. So therefore it's, you know, worth more at, uh, in the gallery or whatever. Right. I feel like that's kind of more the angle that it's taking, which you know what, honestly is a angle. A lot of stuff takes. I sure. was just, I was, uh, the other day I was in the Portland art museum. You ever walked through there? It's pretty good. Uh, no, um, I have not been there. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. And there was a well, there's a whole like new modern wing and there was all this sort of eighties and early nineties era, Jeff Koons, like early Jeff Koons stuff on the walls. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at a lot of it. And like, one of the things was a tank full of salt water with a, with a uh, basketball hovering halfway up at buoyancy wise, you know? And I was like, okay. And, you know, like, like, and what, what do you got? Like, what is that saying? I don't know, but it's neat. So, and it's probably, you know, somewhat one of a kind. So there's probably six of them or something in the world or, you know, who knows? Um, but I don't know. It, it seems like it was that for that sake, you know.
1: Right, I right, know. right, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. But uh, these are nice. I like these tin types. Yeah, Appreciate these are them. nice.
1: Uh, so take a look at the article, put it in the show notes. Uh, also, he, in 1994, uh, Mr. Duffy founded the Music Maker Relief Foundation, which uh, looks like, which helps them cover basic living expenses as well as promote and develop their careers. By helping them a lot the foundation. Of these musicians. Yeah, yeah. By helping them, the foundation has preserved the work of these musicians who are the living history of American Music's Foundation. Aw.
0: That's pretty cool. Well, that is entirely true too. I mean that these you know, a lot of these people, you know, it's it's like watching all those uh uh rap documentaries where they're talking to the guys who invented the stuff and mm-hmm. none of them have any money. They're all like living in the same apartment right, buildings right, they right, lived right. in. 40 years ago, it's like, dude, you invented scratching. What the hell are you doing up? You know, like, <laughs> this little thing, you know, you should be, you should have uh, Russell Simmons money.
1: Right. <laughs> uh, looks like these are also available as a limited edition book.
0: Ooh, find me a link. I'll put it in the show notes.
1: Uh, it's in that article. Scroll down to the the word blue. That's oh, okay. the link. It uh, oh, looks okay. like it's hugely expensive though.
0: Uh, well, you know, an addition
1: of 16 nine bound and nine loose platinum prints one original and unique tin type wrapped in indigo silk oh my god what a beautiful package
0: oh see that's just not messing around right there
1: that is gorgeous
0: are you gonna are you gonna go buy us that
1: oh yeah sure yeah yeah
0: yeah just pick one up yep I'm gonna pick one up you gonna pick one up <laughs> uh
1: yeah yeah I think I will in fact I yeah, think okay. I might buy a couple of them just in case I I want to give one away
0: yeah yeah or or open one up to look at it
1: <laughs> right <laughs> wise guy
0: um hey uh i haven't watched this video on on printmaking what's the, what's he what's this guy have to say what does sean tucker have to say
1: well it's interesting sean is a photographer been a photographer for many years Listen to the conversation i had with him uh jeffrey he's a terrific guy but one of his admissions or his big admission in this video is that he has never had his work printed it always exists digitally uh he doesn't have very many books. That's why he has a Kindle. He doesn't have CDs or DVDs. That's why he has Spotify and iTunes, which that's another conversation that I would love to have with him is, is, is living a completely digital life. That's fascinating to me. Um, go ahead.
0: No, I, I was, I was going to make a crack, but I won't make the crack.
1: Ah, okay. <laughs> um, so what he did was he went to a, a lab in London called Genesis Imaging, and uh, had some of his work printed, and and picked the brain of um, the the. Uh, I think Mark is the owner. Is he the owner? Uh, I can't remember if he the oh, owner this, or not. This, anyway, oh,
0: this guy with the glasses, the yeah, Mark glasses.
1: Foxwell, um, okay. who interestingly, Sean emailed me. Uh, after he did this and said, Hey, you might want to talk to this guy. Um, apparently he prints for a lot of the Magnum guys. And, uh, in it, the thing that I found most interesting is he, he, since he prints all day, he shoots medium format, but he never prints his own images. He mounts the negatives on the wall in his ho- in his, in his home.
0: Wait, the printer guy?
1: Yeah. Not Sean. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, the yeah. printer guy. Um, okay doesn't print his own work because he prints all day for other people. So he doesn't want to bring his work home with him apparently, which I find absolutely fascinating. And I want to kind of dive in. So yeah. I emailed him and and he's in, so that'll be an upcoming conversation. But, um, but if, like- if you are printing your work or if you've considered printing your work, please give this uh, a, a watch. I think there's some, some interesting info in it. Um, he talks about formats and print settings and, and some of the, you know, misconceptions about, 8 bit versus 16 bit. I mean this guy's been printing for decades and and basically said if you can tell the difference between an 8 bit file and a 16 bit file, you're a better man than I because right. I, can't I think
0: tell. the difference between 8 bit and 16 bit files at least for deliverables it doesn't matter. I think in the in the interim if you may be doing a lot of stuff to it afterwards, you know what I mean, having mm-hmm. that having that thing. But certainly delivering absolutely 8 bit. In yeah. fact, I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in high-quality JPEG is indistinguishable from a TIFF, even though a lot of some places require TIFFs instead right, of JPEG. Right, 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 right. you got to be out of your mind. You can't tell the difference between those. You know, a JPEG at 9 out of 10, come on. You know, like, right. it's completely indistinguishable. Um, Agreed. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been having a hell of a problem with my printer lately. My black ink is all screwed up and everything, and so I don't know what, what I'm going to do. you mean? Do is I'm it just not printing?
1: What is, what's going on?
0: In the middle of a print, it stopped printing black. And I've tried cleaning the heads like a dozen times, didn't work. I tried opening it, like, popping it. It was a brand-new cartridge, or a, a relatively new cartridge, so it's mm-hmm. full. I tried popping it out, popping it back in. I tried cleaning, like, doing it with the with the uh, the paper towel under the heads, you know, to wipe oh, them off with right, the stuff right. on it. Like, I tried all that stuff. Nothing worked. Um, Randy Duchesne says he got his working because he has the same printer as mine, and the same thing happened to him, by, like, flushing the line with basically, like, a syringe in the whole thing. So he's going to come over. We're, we're going to do that. So it's a longer discussion for another time, but... Uh, I wonder if you have
1: to use some sort of solvent to, uh, you know, like break it to free it it up.
0: In the middle of a print, Jeffrey, it's like perfect, 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 perfect. And all of a sudden, no black.
1: (laughs) Are these (laughs) uh, factory cartridges or are these cartridges that you've refilled?
0: Yeah, no, no, no. These are these are I just bought the original Epson cartridges.
1: Huh. Weird. Yeah. Totally weird. Uh, I've never I've (laughs) never heard of that. And usually yeah, well, it'll give you some indication. It'll start banding or it'll start, yeah. you know, it was sort like of misfiring. Fine,
0: fine, fine. Yeah. And then like within an inch on the print, it was like, no, nah, petered out.
1: Huh. And none yep. of the other colors seem to be affected.
0: Nope. All the rest of them are fine.
1: Interesting. Really, uh, really what, what printer?
0: It's a Epson E or R3000.
1: Okay. Any, anybody using an R3000, if this sounds familiar to you, shoot Bill an email or, or a tweet or something.
0: It's really kind of frustrating because I've <clears throat> wanted to print stuff out the past few days and before I left and I couldn't and I was like, you know. But I don't know. Something something to think about. I'll I'll figure that out for next time.
2: Um
0: man, somebody sent in a really good list. I do believe it was uh it was uh Tom in Michigan, man, sent in a bunch of really good possible assignments for 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 the future. Yeah. I think we need to carry this one. I think the I think his bottom one is the one to go for. You wanna to go to the group real quick before uh... we
1: the, the, wait, uh, which one? Oh, sublime
0: yeah all right I like sublime yeah but you want to go right. take a look at these uh last year last weeks
1: yeah are you able to see them where you are yep yep okay. i got a
0: laptop right in front of me i like print i like bradley's picture right the, the low adhesion 3m tape uh
1: the the blue tape i'm a fan yeah yeah that's nice uh yep uh, uh tim timoteo cute yeah uh, Tanya did
0: a cyanotype again,
1: which is nice. Yeah, she's loving those. That's I, I like seeing that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. man, that Pisa, Peter Geyser. That I'll tell you, man, those Fujis make a real nice image right out of the camera.
1: Uh, they do, they do. Uh, like, Dwayne that, right? Christensen. It's like what? Right, 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 right. No, it's like what?
0: That? Oh, oh, uh, it's like I don't know. What did I say? <laughs> I don't know.
1: I thought you said. I heard it's like wearing a hat, but I
0: I know that's not right. <laughs> well, Jeffrey shooting with a Fuji is like wearing a hat So <laughs> that's what it is um, <laughs> Ken well, Larman got a lot of prints holy cow yeah that's not messing around sorry go ahead Ken Larman
1: uh, Barry assignment print Oh, big printing presses that's cool seeing that oh, that's
0: kind of neat. yep yep, yep. Uh, yeah
1: Andy Duncan woven print of two exposures of the same scene made two hours apart that is cool as hell Andy
0: Oh, look at that.
1: Yeah, that's right up your alley. Oh, Andy, that is wicked cool. Yeah. Yeah. What did you do today, Jeffrey? <laughs> uh, I called Andy to see how to do that so I can try it.
0: Yeah, that that that's a lot of time with an X-Acto knife right there.
1: Andy, hit me up. I would love to try that. Uh, Andy Duncan. All right. Um, that's pretty cool. Steaming earth after the rain at an excavation site shows the human footprint after on nature. That's clever, Florian. Clever. Yeah. Wow, well, there's a lot of good He's ones in board. here. Yeah, lots of good Who stuff. Who uh,
0: I think we should do Sublime. That sounds like fun.
1: Yeah, okay. So thank you, Tom in Michigan. He's going to be so tickled. he's going to be
0: insufferable, isn't he?
1: (laughs) Not only am I Tom from Michigan, I am sublime Tom from Michigan. (laughs) Yeah. So sublime is, is the next assignment. I love that. Somebody emailed us and asked us for the list, uh, which is maintained at Uh, chrismatheson.com. If you, uh, click on, yeah, Bill put a link in. I'll, I'll put a link in. All right. If you're listening and you don't go to google plus go to chris matheson chrismatheson.com k-r-i-s-m-a-t-h-e-s-o-n yeah. and i think it's under lists
0: uh yeah it's up, and it's thank up you up on the chris navigation. for
1: continuing to maintain that appreciate it
0: he is a uh, a, a man among uh, men uh yeah let's add that to the thing
1: all right who do you got for photographer of the week All right, photographer of the week is is uh, bittersweet. Uh, we had another photographer in there, but yeah, we'll, um, we'll use her next week. Yeah. Uh, Kajia Sanye, who is a young photographer, was a young photographer um, who unfortunately was killed in the fire that happened recently in the apartment building in London. Um, sad because someone died in a fire, but uh, also sad because she Looked like she was a a really promising photographer. Um, She was uh, very highly regarded at the recent uh, Venice. What is that? Biennale? Is that how you pronounce that? Uh, Biennial? Biennial? Yeah. Biennial? Is that really what it is? I do believe it is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's. Shouldn't they say Yeah. Biennale.
0: Biennale. Sure, sure. For you, it's Biennale.
1: For us, it's biennial. Oh, that sounds (laughs) awful, doesn't it? I know, doesn't it? Hey, you biennial. wanted to be—you wanted to speak English. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, take a look at her site. Uh, she does some wet plate work. Um, uh, documenting. Um, gosh, what's the what, what's the word I'm looking for? Migration. Migration. I had to go back. Oh,
0: here. I
1: see. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's a collection of collodion tintypes that explore the migration of traditional Gambian spiritual practices and the deep-rooted urge to find solace within a higher power. This series of tintypes were produced with the artist Almudena Romero.
0: Yeah, these are really beautiful. They're beautiful, the beautiful pieces.
1: Yeah. Again, yeah, using another another example of tintype. But gorgeous pictures and... Um, so I just thought it would be it would be kind of nice to to nice highlight one. highlight her a little bit. Um, I'd, uh,
0: it, it is interesting how like with tintype and a lot of these old processes, there's you know faults right in mm-hmm. in the images right, like not getting the coding perfectly right or whatever. But it's I wonder if there are or are or are or were people who are so good at it that they don't have any weird stuff going on. You
1: know what I'm saying? Like so, like, their tintypes don't have what, the characteristics what? that we're looking for. Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, these, yeah. Not, these are not the tintypes you're looking for. <laughs> these are,
1: nice. Um, yeah, so uh, a sad loss. Go take a look. There's some great sets in here. Homecoming is terrific. Crowned is terrific. Uh, Madam Jojo's is terrific. Uh, and then just her collection of people. Uh, sad loss. So uh, oh, Yeah,
0: I like the crowned ones with the hair. That's kind of neat. Yeah. Unblocked.
1: It's solid. Very, yeah. very solid. Solid work. So... Uh, Kadia Saye, I, I believe, or Sayi, Kadya Kadya Saye, Kadia Sayee. Yeah.
0: Uh, photography.
1: Um, check her out. Nice. Very good.
0: Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, 347 687 9411. Podcast at ontakingpictures.com, at the Wadman at Jeffrey Sidoris on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I should probably go get on my flight.
1: Yeah, because you know what uh, you know would be kind of a bummer is if you got stuck in Denver because we were doing the show.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would be bad. I should probably run. <laughs> I mean, it'd be funny, but
1: uh, you'd be bitter. Yeah, tell that to my client. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> this is not the right. bill you're looking for. Exactly. All right. So we're gonna cut this short, gang. Uh, right. you know what? Maybe we should do an addendum later on. Okay. Yeah, let me let me see. Uh, let me see if we have some time later. All right. Thanks for uh, listening. Be good to each other. Take some pictures. All right. We'll see you later. All right. See you. that would be awesome. If we ended the show with Bill Wadman to terminal four, last call, Bill Wadman, terminal four, Bill Wadman, your plane is now leaving. Bill Wadman, your plane is now leaving.